0: Now, The Greatest Story Never Told with
1: Miles and Thrill. Oh, welcome to episode number 49 of The Greatest Story Never Told podcast. Hopefully you are enjoying the Diva Cup and it's working out just fine for you. No uh, problems down there and uh, you're saving a lot of money and saving the environment all at once. We actually don't know the commercial that's going to appear at the front of this. We still hope we're sponsored by the Diva Cup. Or Astroglide, I'll yeah, take both. Yeah, they're amazing products. And keep in mind that if you'd like to be an unofficial sponsor of the Greatest Story Never Told podcast, just send us a uh, acknowledgement that you gave some money to the three local fisher houses. It Could be twenty five bucks, thirty bucks, fifty bucks, whatever you want to get. We'll give you a shout out, make you uh, an unofficial sponsor. Okay, uh, today we have got a couple questions for you. We want to start though with uh, an email here, and it says Olabajolas, and this is a nice email, so we don't get these all the time, and it's just nice to share. Old Macholas, I remember your show appearing on The Buzz... And wondering how these a-holes were going to ruin my listening schedule during my workday. I appreciate that bright outlook. Yeah. I like that. Now, the buzz was uh, Radio for Guys. Radio for Guys. 100.7. And that later became The Wolf, as you mm-hmm. know now, the uh, the country station in town. But at the time when we got to Seattle, 100.7, the buzz was Radio for Guys. In the morning, it was Robin and Maynard, followed by B.J. Shea. In the midday, Tom Lycus was the afternoon guy. And then we came on as the men's room and did the evening portion. Yeah. Uh, 7 to
0: 11. That's it.
1: Yeah. Is that right? And uh, even though these a-holes came on to ruin my uh, schedule, turns out you became my favorite radio show of all time. Uh, we the listeners all have great days, normal days, bad days. I've had many of them. Everything changes day to day, so I feel any sort of normalcy is comforting. And the men's room is always delivered, no matter what is going on in our lives. We can depend on pressing our preset from two to six to feel a little better. Now, I'm sure that you guys uh, also have se days as well. We are yeah. all human. We have tons of se days in I here. I came in pissed off this morning. Of course, yeah. VD's. And I like, still
0: don't even know why. Just in general.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. OK. All right. Well, I mean, we are, and we do. But you know what? Even for us, the best thing that we can do on those days is is, to be honest with you, you come in here and get four hours of our own escapism. Right. So do the show. Yeah. Once I mean, it doesn't matter if we're physically. Uh, sick. It doesn't matter if we're going through some stuff at home. It doesn't matter what is going on. Once we hit the air, it all just seems to kind of go away, and that's the honest to god truth. I mean, I don't know. It how really to- does.
0: Like sometimes it's a struggle to get till two, depending what's going on in your world, right? But mm-hmm. as soon as the mics come on, it's like all of that melts away. You don't care. It just. It doesn't matter. Right.
1: I'm sure that all of you or one of you have come into the studio with a pissed-off attitude or whatnot. Life happens. That's just how I am. Or maybe you accidentally end up asking what turns out to be the most depressing question of the day ever. Or maybe Miles asks how any form of life is doing nowadays. Spoiler alert, it's dead. Yeah. Thanks a lot yeah. for that. It's true! Yeah. Well, which, whichever way the show goes, you guys always end up entertaining us. I've been listening for many years, and I'm unable to call a broadcast of yours a bad show. Well, that's That's pretty nice. Uh, Because we have them. No matter what happens, you are all able to make it effing hilarious. I just want to let you guys know that I don't know you personally, and you don't know me, but your show has helped me through many uh, tough times throughout the years. Your positivity, humor, and shared outlook on life hits more people than uh, I think you guys know. And your effing structure of the show is brilliant. (laughs) Uh, You involve the callers as an actual part of the show. Imagine that. You ever say that you're not professional, I call bullshit. I know you'll say that. You aren't professional and just drink all the time. Actually, I doubt that last little bit, but you guys know uh, what you're doing when it comes to making someone's bad day forgotten, at least for a brief time, but uh, sometimes that's all we need. Sincerely, Sam, the man sitting on the can, uh, who says, P.S. If you still are in contact with Ben the Psycho Muppet, please forward this to him. He was a big part of my daily therapy, and I want to give him credit. Uh, the reading of John Travolta's message could uh, should be a regular on the end of the year, spectacular uh, PSS or PPS. Also, Wobbin, We will all miss her laugh. We will uh, definitely uh, send that on to you, Sam. Yes,
0: it's funny as you're reading that. Uh, the comments are rolling up, and keep in mind uh, this this would not be the time that we are on the air, time of this recording. So, as you're reading that, this is hours away from our show. But for whatever the comment comes in, it simply says, "Hey, people, too much men's room. Need more music, please. Too oh. much <laughs> men's room." So there you go. We're not even on,
1: right? Okay. They're not even listening to us right now. Too much men's room. Too much men's room. You know, if there was only a way where somebody out there could just listen to what they wanted to listen to, Mm -hmm, like at the mm -hmm. touch of a button, if there was some way, you know, because one thing that we hate doing, especially when someone pays as much money as you, the listener, to listen to this radio show, is ripping them off. I know. I know. We do feel bad. All that money that you have to spend. Yeah.
0: But I'm working on this thing. And tell me if you guys think this would take off, right? So this person says too much men's room need more music. So I'm like, what if there's a way that you could almost create like your own playlist? Therefore, every song that you hear is a song you like. And then I would call it, I don't know, something like like Spotify. That's a name I'm kicking around or like, I don't know. Pandora, Pandora mm-hmm. or hell, man, I'm, I'm thinking kind of an it, it'd be antiquated a little bit. Amazon
1: Music has a pretty nice service, but I'm working so on that a that.
0: thing called like an iPod. Like I just feel because I understand you want to play your music. I understand this person's paint. Look, you can't play your it's own music. Twenty only, twenty. Only... It's time that people have an option to create their own playlist that can set because otherwise, because you don't want people to sound stupid. You don't want people to sound like they're incapable of changing a radio station on a radio because then then I'd be like why is this dumb motherfucker f- f- even contacting Isn't, us <laughs> cuz you can't possibly be that dumb so what I am doing I'm working diligently and and I hope this takes off I'm talking with Apple I have this idea called Apple Music and maybe you could have access to I don't know 100,000 goddamn songs that you want to listen to wait wait any time you want. So certainly, two to, two to six, this Monday is, through Friday, this is a this will you never don't want to listen to this us. This will never
1: take off. Remember what happened in Napster. Now, I'm telling you, I'm
0: going to find a way to make it work, and I should let this person know. I should text them back, hey, we're working on a technology uh, that you could listen to what you want to listen to, because otherwise... You might sound like a moron. Yeah.
1: We're a uh, we're a talk show, so when you walk into a shoe store looking for a wedding dress, don't be pissed. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I just I don't understand. <laughs> you know,
0: like, we've been out for fifteen
1: years. Jesus Christ, it's been talk yeah and you know for what? fifteen years. Again, we'll give you a thirty day free trial, and then if you're not fully satisfied, we'll refund the entire amount, no questions asked. I think just that's like fair. Nordstrom. Although they'll let you return it at any time, we only give you the thirty day window on our just thirty days, right? So uh, we're sorry about that, but that's just the way we roll because we're tight asses in here. One uh, of the uh, comments is that we got? Uh, by the way, we're going to uh, fifty. You're going to have to wait for a couple weeks. We're going to take a week off and and uh, and, and hold you, uh, you know, in ever incredible suspense for what we have prepared for our fiftieth episode of the Greatest uh, Story Never Told podcast. But either way, we had a, a listener who wrote in earlier this week and basically said. Uh, Steve, I really enjoyed hearing your mom on the show. She was on two or three weeks ago and wondering if you could bring her on or bring your dad on or, you know, talk to other family members uh, as far as bringing them in to tell stories that maybe we don't remember all the way about, you know, childhood and stuff. I don't think it's the appropriate time to bring Steve's brother on right now. Because, obviously, any questions we have are going to be about something that he probably can't talk about, which is him being yeah, an NFL He works official. for the
0: NFL. And, look, the NFL, think they're, of them whatever like, you want. They're like Disney. They run a very tight ship. And there's a reason they're successful. And I, I'm not going to put him. Look, he wouldn't answer the questions anyway, but we might get him fired just from the mm-hmm. questions we
1: asked. Yeah. I could, I'm going to go see my dad and uncle down in Florida. So, uh, you know, I'm going to bring back the COVID with me. So we might take a couple extra weeks off. But either way, my uncle's got some just amazing stories. Uh, from, from growing up, uh, that I somewhat remember, I remember at one point in time, and maybe he could share some of these, but I do remember that my uncle decided it would be a good idea to start talking some crap to two dudes in downtown Huntington. Now, my uncle was like a long haired Ray-Ban hippie dude. Like he, he was, he, he was a lifeguard in Myrtle beach for over a decade. To give you an idea, most lifeguards last about three years, four years. Maybe, yeah. Uh, He was the guy who stayed too long. (laughs) He ended up being like the leathered Hasselhoff of the group. Like, he was like the chiseled veteran who never went out and got a real job. Well, at some point in time, he starts talking crap to these two guys in Huntington. He started this thing in the middle of the street after an afternoon at the bar. This is like 7 o'clock in the afternoon. My Uncle Bill got the ever-living piss beat out of him. Sure. These guys just worked his ass over. So... My dad takes me over to my uncle's place because my dad needs to get some pot. I'm like five, six years old, right? So I come into the living room and my uncle Bill is sitting on the couch and I'm like, "Oh, Uncle Bill! Like he's my uncle. He's, you yeah. know, like, I'd sit on his lap. He's my, I can't wait to see my Uncle Bill, right? My Uncle Bill's got his sunglasses on. I'm trying to pull him off. Like, why can't I see your eyes? My uncle pulls his sunglasses down and both of his eyeballs are red. <laughs> Both of his eyes are black and green. Like yeah. He one eye he can't even see out of, you know. And apparently, I just screamed and ran out of the room and ran down the <laughs> stairs to the car. So freaked the hell out. But I'm going to go see my Uncle Bill. My dad's going to drive up uh, as well with his girlfriend. I don't know how the hell that happened, but that, well, we'll see how that all works out. He effed it up. Yeah, he did. It was supposed to be a guy's weekend, but of course, my dad being a pussy, he can't. <laughs> okay. So you know what I mean. <laughs> he can't. You know what I mean. So so we're gonna. So I'll I'll bring you a couple stories there. But we can also talk. We can talk to my dad. My dad's got some crazy stories about the time he spent with me. Uh, my uncle definitely does. My mom is in West Virginia and she's just boring as all. She's just like paint dry. I mean, we could, we could talk to her. I don't, maybe she has a good story. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't have
0: anything. a story. So, like people want to hear from my father. I'm like, my father doesn't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And, and there's nothing personal. He's a man of few words. He'd be like, my son's an idiot. Beginning and end of his entire story.
1: Right. My That's grand, it. my grandmother could spin a good story. She's still around. She's 96 years old. Uh, she could tell us some fun things. As far as my daughters are concerned, I've got one up in Bellingham. She would be better fit for uh, Geek Nation as far as what she does and her hobbies and playing magic and Dungeons & Dragons with her friends, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then my other daughter is down in San Diego. She already caught COVID. Uh, She was late on her rent payment this month. She still owes some bills. I've been trying to – so she would be interesting to talk to just so I could talk to her and go, hey, (laughs) jackass, we need to get this crap together. You know what I mean? And then I have a stepfather who lives in uh, uh, Morgantown, West Virginia. And uh, I'm he's he, I'm sure he's got a lot of interesting stories about me growing up that I don't remember. Uh, whether they're good, or bad, whatnot, I, I, I'm not sure. But we did end up digging up some, uh, speaking of Morgantown, some audio. We have some of this stuff left from, and you guys brought up the, the buzz, Sam, you did on the email. Before that, we were working in Baltimore, Maryland, and uh, we had a show called Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch came on. After Howard Stern, we were on a hot talk station there. We did the middays. And uh, some of this stuff, it, we, we, we've we been able to hold on to. We don't have everything.
0: We had as much as we could. I think we told this before, but essentially, we put in our two weeks notice because that was the professional thing to do. We're going to move to Seattle. Put in two weeks notice. I mean, the moment we told them this, they kicked us out of the se- set. Well, essentially, we're fired. Mm-hmm. Okay, But that following Monday... We turn on the station and we hear our show. We realize they're running best of a uh, best ofs of us. Boy, it's difficult to say best yeah. ofs of us. Anyway, uh, and that kind of pissed us off. Like we, we would gladly be there, finishing out our time. So we made arrangements uh, with the man of breath, so to speak, and said, "Listen, <laughs> <laughs> guy with a hot wife with a weird breath," <laughs> said, "Listen, man, meet us in the alley. Grab every CD because computers could not handle this kind of thing back then. So all of your best ofs are on CD." and We said find every goddamn one of them, put them in a box, we'll meet you in the alley. Now, keep in mind, everyone that worked with us in Baltimore hated our boss. That's one thing that absolutely united everyone. So he's like, sure, because we're sticking it to the man. And he meets us, and he gives us this box of CDs. I have now had them for 15 years, and we never listened to them. No. It was just out of spite. But a few days later, actually a few hours later, I get a call from our then-boss, and uh, he was like, hey – we can't find uh, the best of CDs. I'm like, well, I'd love to help you, but I don't work there, so I don't know what to tell you. He's like, man, I know you've got them. I said, but even if I do, I don't work there. I, I can't help you. He said, this puts me in a bind. I said, I guess it does, but when you fire people, when they give notice, you're in a bind, bro. I don't know what to mm-hmm. tell you. So long story short, they never got them back. We still have them. They've been sitting in my garage until we started this podcast. Yeah. Right? I would go out there and find them, and every once in a while, uh, it's Mike, not me, and Miles will go through and occasionally listen to some of the things that we have done. And Mike, I don't know what you've assessed. Uh, you were listening to some of this as we walked into the studio today.
1: Correct. As and a fan, honestly, it is fascinating to listen to these. <laughs> it is hilarious. Well, You guys um, have not lost a beat at all. But we sound younger. That's yeah. what bugs yeah, me most. Yeah. We both sound so much They're younger. You're not going to crotchety. You know what I mean? <laughs> Back then, we were having fun. I think we were all getting laid. You know yeah. What I mean? Even though we didn't have any money, we still got weed. Oh, drinking, you're doing drugs, you're having oh, sex. Was, yeah. Life was, was getting great. Getting all yacked up and being idiots. Now, and I got doing kids. S- doing speed. I'm not even hungover. You know what I mean? Just masturbating like a monkey at the zoo. <laughs> having a good old life. You know what I mean? Living alone. It's the life you wanted. Right, exactly. Anyway, uh, so... Uh, <laughs> We did find this one thing. And you have to understand, if you've never spent any time on the East Coast, West Virginia is the butt of every joke. We make fun of Reno and Nevada out here because it's such a shithole. <laughs> but on the East Coast, it's West Virginia. Oh, yeah. So it's the butt of every joke. And I come from this small town, and I'm working in Baltimore. And, you know, it's easy to pick on West Virginia because it's West it's Virginia. It's West Virginia. But at this one point in time, there was one famous guy from my hometown. I think there's there's a number of people who have come out of there. Uh, but, but as far as being a hometown guy, Don Knotts, who was an actor who appeared on the Andy Griffith Show— Barney Fife. Barney Fife. Mr. Furley. Yeah, he was Mr. Furley on Three's Company. He was the biggest star we had. What else? Apple uh, Dumpling Gang. Apple Dumpling Gang. Maybe what Herbie the Love Bug. He was he have, in Herbie the Might Lama? have appeared in a couple of those. Are you, sure are you sure you're trying to give him more credit? I don't know. He, he was like, he, he, maybe a time. He was, I thought he I appeared like with the guy, Harvey Kornman. There's
0: two places I knew. It. Well, three. Apple Dumpling Gang, Three's Company, and uh, Andy Griffith
1: Show. Yeah, I'm not uh, exactly sure. All the shows he's on. I can, I can check it out. Uh, I'll tell you what. In his later years there, as far as uh, uh, television shows go, Three's Company was uh, the best. He was on Matlock. The Love Boat, oh, right. Fantasy Island, The Muppet Show, Hollywood Squares, as far as uh, movies go, uh Cannonball Run 2, okay. 2, yeah, The Apple oh. Dumpling Gang, Herbie Goes to Monte Carlo, oh,
0: oh the classic,
1: <laughs> The Apple Dumpling Gang rides again. Seeing seeing oh, friends all over the place. The ghost I don't know what that is. The ghost and Mr. Chicken, of course. That was a oh, cinematic yeah, classic, yeah, yeah. you know. Anyway, so, it's, so at the time we learned that uh, the mayor of Morgantown is going to make it Don Knotts Day. <laughs> all right? So we're looking for content. So we're like, hell with it. Let's call the mayor and find out what's going on in Morgantown, in my hometown, during Don Knotts Day. So if we could, let's go back in time. to the out to lunch days. Back in time. Nine time, long time. Coming up on the
2: program, it is Baltimore Mayor Martin O'Malley. Without a doubt. With his guitar in hand at any moment walking in the door. But in the meantime, we have the mayor of Morgantown, West Virginia, Ron Justice, on the line. And, uh, Ron, how are you?
3: Good. How are you doing?
2: We're doing fine. Now, welcome to Baltimore, man. We're uh, we're calling you because we read a little bit of information that says uh, that uh, Mr. Don Knotts, who turned 80, what, on Wednesday? Correct. That you guys next year are going to spend the better part of the year honoring him. They're... No concrete plans, but the tributes could include a site where people can learn about Don Knotts and possibly a Don Ooh, Knotts film festival. Jesus, That's correct.
3: We will be doing the film festival the last week of uh,
0: July. Uh, okay, wait. I'm sorry to cut in. A Don Knotts film festival. Do you want to mm. read some of these cinematic masterpieces? Sure.
1: <laughs> uh, he was in Air Buddies, Chicken Little, uh, Private Eyes, uh, The Apple Dumpling Gang Rides Again, he was the. This in, is a in, film festival. In Gus, <laughs> the man who came to dinner. Boy, I bet that's <laughs> insane. Hey, it's this dude. He came <laughs> over to our house. Guess who's coming to dinner? Yeah. Uh, what else they got? Uh, oh, he's on the Dinah Shore show, Flip Wilson, Scooby Doo. He had his own show, The Don Nacho. Show. Back in the day, believe it or not. Hmm. Don Notch, special Jerry Lewis show. Got All the it. typical stuff.
0: I was just curious to hear Steve what the Allen. film
1: festival would entail. Yeah, I, It's right. not going to go real deep. Uh, yeah, the Apple Dumpling Gang, probably the biggest one on there, you know. Other than Herbie Goes to Monte Carlo or uh, any of the Herbie the Love Bug movies from a uh, quite a film festival. Yeah, that's, so that's and the Cannonball thing. Run 2 would probably be pretty good. It's All like right. Tans. Let's continue with Ron Justice. Uh, next year.
0: All right, well, other than the Upple uh, Dumpling Gang movies that I recall as a child, fantastic movies, by the way, what other movies has he done? Well, there you uh, go. Uh,
3: I'm still the wondering. Ed, Mr. Limpet, uh, the uh, Everything from uh, he's been in Love Boat episodes to... Uh, some comedy with George Burns. He was in Gus, I don't remember I don't know if you remember that movie, Gus. Was that the one with the horse, the yes. football
2: movie? Oh yes. right, right. The yeah. horse that could kick field goals. Exactly. Yes.
3: Oh yeah, that was a classic. Uh Pleasantsville. Um uh the ghost of Mr. Chicken. The ghost of Mr. Chicken. <laughs> Those were big. Was that like
2: an Ernest T. Bass thing, like a revival?
3: And uh yes, and the uh, uh some of the uh, Apple Dumpling gang. So he he has a lot of credits. The and Goes to Monte Carlo, he was... Uh, <laughs> he so Goes to Monte Carlo.
2: <laughs> and how could you forget Mr. Roper? Three's that's right, Company. Mr.
3: Roper from Three's Company. And no, his it own was a spinoff. R- it was Mr. Furley, wasn't it? Yeah, Mr. Roper. Furley, really Furley, got Furley. Got that's Furley.
2: Right. Furley. Now, uh, now, Ron, you're the mayor of Morgantown. Since I left, which has been a while, probably like 92 or 93, you've actually... Uh, did it used to be University Avenue? Am I losing my mind? That's correct. And that has been changed too. That is Don Knotts Boulevard. <laughs> Don Knotts Boulevard runs through the middle of Morgantown, West Virginia. Now, 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 when Don got the news wrong, it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's kind of like, I know in the back of your head you're thinking, okay, he's dying. He's 80. We've got to get this done before he is, you know. So, so when, he, when you told him about this, was he like,
3: whoa, wait, wait, I'm still alive? And He's a, he's a very um, shy individual. So uh, really, uh, but he did come for the opening, and uh, it was a a nice tribute to him. But he's uh, very shy, and he's humbled at, at everything that people do for him in Morgantown. But he does come back to Morgantown quite often. And uh, and takes part in his class reunions and, and friends. In fact, he just had a, one of his best friends pass away recently. But he's, he's in Morgantown quite a bit.
2: What about, uh, what about Bob Denver? Any thought of bringing him up? Uh, he lives in the sticks in West Virginia. Yeah, we just to oh, like Bob's to do not, an ultimate, not, ultimate he's,
3: tribute. He's not one of ours. Don, Don Knotts is. No. Yeah, but you know, I mean, seriously, Bob Denver's wow. been living
2: in West Virginia for the last 15 years. Hell, they might as well say he's a, he's a resident. Okay, he's in Princeton, I think. Princeton. Yeah, West he Virginia. is. He's in the middle of nowhere.
3: So and then we have Soupy Sales in Huntington. So uh... wow, we're just covering Soupy the whole Sales, wait minute, wait, wait,
0: Bob Denver, and Don Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do a quick Google check on Soupy Sales. Soupy Sales is not. Now, I remember Soupy Sales as a kid, but again, I <laughs> feel like he was a Hollywood Square or occasional Love Boat guest. You uh, guys are crushing it.
1: I think Soupy Sales is probably dead. <laughs> oh yeah, he died in 2009. October 2009. Yeah. And uh, what are some of his credits? You oh, have Don. Nons- soupy Sales. Yeah. Oh boy, what did Soupy do? He did, uh, oh, God. IMDb says he's known for Black Scorpion, Mm -hmm. uh, The Innocent and the Damned, uh, A Dirty Shame, and Black Scorpion Returns. Yeah, he was also in the Beverly Hillbillies, The Real McCoys, The Carol Burnett Show. Ah, okay. Typical same crap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Soupy sales.
0: These are the the West Virginia native sons. Well, except for Bob
2: Denver. He just actually migrated there. Now, here's my question, Ron. And if I'm not mistaken, by the way, Were you not the director, president, I don't know what the hell your title was, but were you not in charge of the fraternities and the sororities at West Virginia University at one time? Uh, that's correct. So you went from being, in... Ch- they figured if you can handle these drunken, crazy uh, frat boys, then you can run the city.
3: I, I that that has something to do with it, I think. But no, that's correct. <laughs> I still work uh, at, at the university too in um, our student affairs department. But what, I've been on our city council for 14 years.
2: When did you? Uh, when did you? Uh, when were you in charge of the fraternities and the sororities?
3: That would have been. Uh, I, I still have them under my responsibility, but I don't have the direct responsibility for them on a day-to-day basis. Um, That would have been in the mid-'80s up to about 93, 94. Oh,
1: perfect, perfect.
3: Ron, this is the greatest story ever.
2: Okay, the Delt House at West Virginia University (laughs) was shut down, all right? I'm at a party there, all right? And I played football there, by the way, Ron. So it's a bunch of football guys invading a Delta party. Not a good scene, right? Right. A little skirmish breaks out in the main room right when you walk into the Delt House. You could go to the right, and it was a great room with, like, 12, 13... 14 foot high ceilings in right. there and everybody partied, all right. So we're all in there. And I can't remember what the celebration was about, but about four or five people said what the hell and started unloading their guns into the ceiling. Do you remember this, Ron? <laughs> that
3: would have been a little before my time.
2: I don't like okay. that. They shut the dealt house down immediately after. Because the rooms where the kids were staying were where they were shooting into the ceiling, above
3: the room. Right. I came on board right after they they shut the Delt House down. That was the oh, uh, uh, works to get the, the work with right. uh, that house after they had shut it down. Now that was a party, man. <laughs> now, I think they had quite a few back then. So.
2: Now, now, Ron, since I'm from West Virginia and I'm somewhat famous, uh, have you ever thought about uh, uh, you ever thought about giving me like a day or a minute, maybe like making Miles Montgomery Day, or could I, I get a alley or anything that. like I that? I passed
3: that along yesterday. Actually, there's a. Next next uh, year, there's a an entire week of uh, the celebration of the arts with our new theaters and, and then Met, Met Theater. You probably remember that Sure, has sure. been restored. And uh, so, uh, you know, I mentioned that to our committee that we would like to bring you back and uh, recognize you with with a, a day. So uh, they thank were you. Receptive.
2: <laughs> I think Bloom would be receptive. Uh,
1: Herschel Mullins all. I don't think that ever happened. I think, oh, can we track this guy yeah. down again? And say, hey, what happened? He's probably not politics anymore. It's been,
0: it's still, Wait a a that minute. holds some sway. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, there you go. We'll, uh, we'll try to dig up some more of those gems for you. Good. And, uh, I don't even remember talking to this guy. And if you, uh, if you really do have any suggestions for us to talk to any of our family members, we'll try our best. We're not going to say it's entertaining, but we can guarantee you they'll give you a different angle to a different story that we can bring to
0: you. I will put it this way. I texted my wife yesterday, just real quick, said, hey, because we were debating when we we're going to cut the podcast. And I said, well, look, if you're coming down to pick me up and to record it, just sit in if you want. And if you want, you can tell a story. And I asked her one thing. I said, hey. You probably have a better memory of blank, and she's like, "I do." And then she goes with you and Miles. That entire effing summer is one story. I'm like, ooh, I remember none of it. I'll mm-hmm. see if she's rolling to talk because I don't
1: know. Yeah, there's Ron. Ron is uh, he is the uh, director of uh, state and local relations at West Virginia University. Okay, still there, man. Yeah, he is still yeah. there. All right, very good. Okay, there you go. The greatest story never told, episode uh, forty nine. You've been listening to The Greatest Story Never Told with Miles and Thrill on Radio.com.
2: Oh man!
3: A Double Flush production.